Welcome, weary travelers, to the great big universe of Excess Press. This is a weekly podcast to bring you the news of the Disney theme parks and resorts. Witness for yourselves the wonders of Excess Press. And now, let's begin. And welcome to another episode of Access Press. My name is Matt. And I'm the host of this Disney theme parks news podcast. This is episode 126 for the week of December 8th, 2019. hope everyone had a great week uh, it sure was a fun one for me just uh, getting ready for christmas i put up a lot of the decorations this past week i uh, had put up our christmas lights outside and, and you know what was kind of annoying you know that old things like the when you when you're putting up christmas lights and you're trying to you reuse your old lights and it's like oh if one goes out they all go out well that pretty much happened to me where i had to like literally sit and try to like figure out which bulbs were broken on the lights because like most of my lights didn't work after spending like an hour trying to like replace things it just I couldn't get it to work so I had to like go out and buy a new one so that was uh so it was a lot of fun but anyways yeah setting up the Christmas uh, decorations we're getting our tree today getting ready for Christmas um yeah just a good time getting ready for the holidays um well this past week was pretty busy at the the Disney theme parks there's a there's a lot to go over uh, to today. It's just me on today's episode. Um, Katie couldn't join us. There were some technical difficulties and she's not able to join for today. So it is just me. Um, so I'm going to just kind of jump right into it because uh, this past week was there was a lot going on over at the Disney theme parks, uh, mostly over at Walt Disney World's. Now, as I talked about last week, the opening of the Rise of the Resistance over at Star Wars Galaxy's Edge at Disney's Hollywood Studios, that happened this past Thursday. Um, and boy, there is a lot to talk about there because, uh, yeah, there's just a lot. So we're going to get started with that. But before that, um, throughout the week, the media was able to get, I think they a lot of the media flew in on Monday. Um, to kind of get like previews and stuff like that. And uh, on Tuesday, uh, Bob Chapik, who is the, uh, what is his t- exact title? Uh, he is the Experience and Products Chairman, or sorry, he is the Disney Parks Experiences um, and Products Chairman uh, over at Walt Disney World, or actually in the entire uh, Disney uh, itself. Uh, so he held a media event for all the, the news folks that came in and like announced a bunch of different things. Well, not announced, but he gave updates on a lot of big things that are coming to Walt Disney World. So we're going to go over all of that today. 
Uh, but first, I want to start out with the opening of the Rise of the Resistance. Uh, now, this is the highly anticipated ride that is supposed to be fully immersive. Now, if you've been on social media the, or anything the past uh, few days, uh, you'll probably have seen that lots of people are posting videos and photos of this. Um, I've been actually very spoiler free for this. I haven't looked at anything. I've I've kind of been um, I've kind of been away from social media for a bit for my XXPress feed. Uh, I don't go on it as much as I used to. Uh, I've just been trying to take a break from it, so I'm very limited on like how much time I spend on there. Uh, but it's especially good that I'm not spending time on it because there is just stuff on it everywhere. So. Uh, it's been good that I'm avoiding it because uh, I'm, I'm I'm spoiler free on it. I don't want to know. I, I want to know as little as I can. I know like how the, the ride kind of plays out for the most part, but there's still a lot more to it that I don't know. Um, so yeah, I, I like to live spoiler free. I don't watch movies, movie trailers anymore. I haven't watched them in probably like three or four years now. I, I stopped watching it unless I'm like really excited about it. Uh, like the new Star Wars movie, I watched uh, all the trailers and stuff like that. But um, yeah, I want a good spoiler-free experience when I go on to this ride for the first time. And that's what I did for the the, the Millennium Falcon uh, Smuggler's Run. I didn't know anything about it before going in, and it made that that first time going on it was just so much fun. And because I didn't know the storyline to it, what you had to do, I had no idea what it looked like. And yeah, it just made my experience so much better, not knowing like what to anticipate and just seeing it with with fresh eyes. So, um, but I know a lot of you out there. I've talked to a bunch. Uh, I, a lot of people have said that they they love seeing all the spoilers. They love seeing what the ride is like. They just can't wait at all. I I don't have my next Disney vacation booked. Uh, I don't know when the next time I'll be going is. So I'm yeah I I'm just gonna kind of have to wait until then. But. But anyway, so that is uh, that is my little rant on being spoiler-free and stuff like that. But yeah, the ride opened um, on Thursday, so of course we all knew there was going to be like the big crowds and rush going in. But we we found out how Disney was planning to tackle the uh, uh, all the crowds that were coming in, especially with this ride, because um, I think it seemed like it was a little bit more overwhelming. Uh, then for like Smuggler's Run, well, actually Smuggler's Run opened up with Galaxy's Edge, so there was still big crowds. But um, Disney was uh, a little they they're they're using the boarding pass uh, boarding group system way more than they were for Galaxy's Edge itself. So this is this is what's pretty interesting. We didn't know how Disney was going to kind of uh, just control all those crowds coming in because they probably didn't want like a. The uh, what is it? The Hagrid's motorbike adventure over at Hogwarts in Universal Studios, where there's like 10-hour waits and stuff like that. Because I don't think Disney wants that in the in the press. So, uh, so they had they had been they they're still using today um, the boarding groups uh, system within the My Disney Experience app. Uh, so that was in, in effect when Galaxy Z had had first opened. Uh, but after like the first like couple days, like they didn't need to use the boarding groups at all. Like there's so much, the land is so big that like crowds are spread out and it's fine. But the boarding group system is is being much better used uh, for Rise of the Resistance since it's, it, since it is a, just one ride. All these people are trying to funnel to this one space. Uh, it's actually working out pretty well. So I'm going to go over what the past few days have been like. 
Uh, so first, um, I'm going to go over how the boarding groups system works if you're not familiar with it. Uh, so it is uh, in your my Disney Experience app. So you you want to have to if you say you're trying to get to the Rise of the Resistance, you're going to want to download uh, the app onto your phone. Um, and what this boarding group system is, it's a virtual queue where you don't have to wait on like the line for Rise of the Resistance. Um, you can just go about your business in the park and do other things. So a lot of people were confused because people thought the boarding groups were just being used for were being used for Galaxy's Edge uh, in general, like the entire land. Uh, but it's not. It's only the boarding groups are being used for the Rise of the Resistance ride. Um, so that is what that's being used for right now. So, uh, before I go into what's been going on with that, uh, I want to explain how the virtual or how this group works. So again, you have to download the app to use it, uh, to get into a boarding group. Uh, you have to be inside of the park. So once you scan your magic band, uh, your app or your app will update shortly after you scan your magic band or park tickets. Uh, and then as soon as you open up the app, you can click on join boarding group. Uh, and then you have to just go through the process of getting yourself into one of those groups. Uh, you and all of your party has to be, uh, you have to be, if you want to go, say you're with your family, you all have to be connected within the My Disney Experience, similar to how like Fast Fast works. You all just have to be connected. Um, and then once uh, you get your boarding group number, you have two hours to get back to the ride before it's your time. Uh, and there's only you can only do one boarding group per day. That's it. Uh, you can't join again. Um, so that's pretty pretty much how you get into the boarding group. Um, now, uh, uh, what was I going to say? I lost my train of thought. Um, uh, so with the boarding groups, uh, once you get your number, you'll get like it, it could be a, it could be a wide range. I saw I think the first day went up to like a hundred and like thirty or forty or something like that. Um, once you get your number, you just have to wait for it to be called within the app. So you just you can kind of go about your business in Hollywood Studios and and get that as well. Um, so. But what we've been finding out is these boarding group numbers have been selling out very, very quickly. Um, so the parks, um, they the parks have been pretty much opening up by like six, six thirty um, to for for guests to get into the park itself. Uh, you can't. I don't think they could. They let you into the land, but you can get into the park. So like, once you scan in, you can get your boarding group number. So like. I think the first day sold out by like nine o'clock. I think the second day sold out by like 8 30, 8 o'clock. And actually, as of today, um, I read this morning the part the official park opening was at 8 a.m. They actually let people in, I think, at like 7.15, and it quickly the, the boarding group quickly reached capacity by 7.40 a.m. Um which is just absolutely nuts. Uh, so if it seems like people are catching on that you have to get into the park early uh, to get uh, onto a boarding group, otherwise uh, you're just not you you can't get on this ride at all. So um, as of like right now, if you want to get onto it, you're gonna have to wake up super early, like four or five thirty. You're gonna want to make sure you're. Uh, a line to get through the turn, not the turnstiles, the the parking. Uh, what are they called? The through the par the parking attendants, so you could you get through there. Um, 
you want to make sure you get you want to make sure you're lined up to try to get to the park as early as you can to get onto the sporting group if this is something you really want to do uh and i'm again this is the let's say it opened thursday so friday saturday so sunday this is the fourth day that it's been open and it's sold out the earliest again this is like a weekend during holiday season so who who knows what it'll be like but it, the holidays are coming up it's not going to get any better so um, but yeah, this is an interesting approach uh, that uh, Disney is doing instead of waiting on the queue. Um, so I actually think this is pretty smart. I mean, I, I, I know the fast passes will come, who knows, sometime in the future. They're, the, uh, they're set up. The two rides in Galaxy's Edge are set up for fast pass. So, um, so I want to talk about a few things that I have written down here. So I know I, I've known a few people that have gone um, on this ride in the past couple days. Um, so I want to talk about a little bit about their experiences. So I talked to a few people and they said that after their number was called, they really only had to wait like 20 or 30 minutes before like the, I guess you could say it's like the initial pre-show. Um, but if, from the sounds of it, it sounds like they said that this experience could last anywhere between like, 20 to 30 minutes because i think at, like again i'm spoiler free on this i don't know you you guys who watch the spoilers probably know better than me but i'm trying to st i'm trying not to read as much as i can into this but apparently there's like a spot in the ride where i think you have to uh, wait a little bit longer um so there's some wait time and downtime in there uh, i don't really know what it's like exactly again i don't want to know um so, but they said, yeah, they said beforehand that a lot of it was just them walking around the huge queue that's on the inside of the land, like it's the, or inside of the ride. It's, it's, they say it's massive. Um, so, but they said they, they don't mind waiting the queue because there's, there's just a lot of cool things to see in it. Uh, but they said, yeah, again, they only really had to wait like 20 to 30 minutes. So while you're waiting for your boarding pass to, or your boarding group to be called, you're walking around Disney World or Walt Disney World or the Hollywood Studios and do whatever you want. I mean, it's it's pretty great. I mean, and I guess if you really wanted to, you could park hop. Like, say you get to the land like super early, you could park hop. But um, one of uh, one of our friends on the show, fly with me, Jamie on Instagram. Jamie was actually on the show talking about her time at living at Walt Disney World a while ago. Uh, I was talking to her just for a little bit, and she was saying, so her experience, this was Saturday um, of this past week, she was saying that she got into the park just after 6.30, and she got onto boarding group 47, and then she was able to get onto the ride, or her boarding group was called around 1.30. She said she talked to a cast member, uh, and they said that, she asked what cast member why is like why is it so slow like uh she was just curious of like why the boarding groups were being so slow to to load and she says oh well the ride was broken down for just over an hour um which has been kind of normal it's been broken down for extended period of time which i said this last week it's that's gonna happen this is a huge ride um so yeah it's been slow to to load the boarding groups um so yeah, so she got on just after 1.30. One of my friends, who was uh, he was there on Friday, he was in boarding group 42, uh, and he got on around like 2 p.m. So you see like a little bit of a difference there. So Saturday, Friday was a little bit slower. He was 42. He got on at 2 p.m. She was in 47. She got on about 1 p.m. Again, he went on Friday. She went on Saturday. So 
um yeah a little bit of a difference there i'm sure disney is getting better or the, the cast members at disney are getting better at loading people onto this ride and and getting it uh, yeah making it a little bit smoother uh there was even talks that well because on the first day uh, there was a lot of boarding groups that were given out uh and on the uh, the first day and um they I saw somewhere that Disney was actually giving out. It was on Twitter. I saw this. Uh, Disney was is giving out free fat a free fast pass for the ride, and a one day park hopper ticket for those boarding groups who didn't get a chance to go on to the ride. Um, now I think that's very very generous. Again, that was the first day. I haven't seen if it happened again after the first day. Disney was very generous to do that. They even give a warning on the app saying that, that like even if you're in a boarding group you're not guaranteed to get on uh, so that was yeah that was very 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 nice of them to do that uh, for those people but um so let's see what else i got here because i got a little bit more news so yeah disney also announced um that oh wait i had it where did it go okay so yeah disney also announced um so throughout December, the official park time opening was going to be at 9 p.m. Um, but Disney, again, has quietly been opening Galaxy's Edge and Toy Story Land to guests early as uh, like at, at 6 a.m. But these times have not been officially announced anywhere. But Disney said that starting uh, December 9th, the park will officially be opening at 8 a.m. every day. Uh, except for uh, uh, except for Sunday mornings, where extra magic hours uh, extra magic hours are offered, um, and that time will remain in effect until January fourth. Uh, so, again, opening up at eight a.m., but I would still get there super early if you're trying to get on this to to get on the ride because you want to be in the park, being able to join a boarding group. Um, so I'm, I'm trying, I think to me, I like the way Disney is going about this with the, the boarding groups. I think this is smart instead of having people wait in all of the lines. Uh, you, I, I think it's, I, I've talked this in the past. I think it's good that they're not using the fast pass system just yet, but I'm curious of when they'll eventually adopt the, or the, not adopt, but change over to the fast pass system because, it's been a while for Smuggler's Run. I wonder if we'll see that after the holidays, once the holidays dies down a bit, um, if they'll officially go into that. And I'm curious of how long the boarding groups uh, are going to last because, I mean, I, I know that because if people want to experience this ride, this is the only way. So you're going to get tons of people showing up at the parks super early. If this is the only way for them to get on Rise of the Resistance... Um, then yeah, it's going to happen because the boarding groups were, they were always in effect for the land itself, but they just never needed it. Um, so this is, this is probably going to be the way to get onto the rise of the resistance for, for me, I think it's going to be the foreseeable future. Like the first day or so I'm like, ah, eh, it's not going to be like that too much longer. But now it's like, no, I think if you're going in the next couple months like you're this is this is it but we're gonna we're i'll stay on top of this to see what's been going on uh i've been i've been keeping track of of what's been happening so i'm gonna as i'm recording this this is uh let's see this is about 10:47 a.m on sunday morning december 8th and i'm just gonna check to see what boarding group it is at right now so that's 
they're only at boarding groups uh, 10 through 15 right now. So I don't know what the pace has been like for that, but yeah, it's been it's been uh, slow moving this morning already. So I'm curious to see uh, how fast it moves. I'll have to check in a bit later on today. So, all right, well, that is the news for the rise of the resistance. Now let's kind of move on to what the other news that Bob Chapek has been talking about. All right. So the 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 news I'm going to be sharing now there's there's a there's probably like six or five or six different stories, but there's not a lot of news uh, to them. Uh, so I'm going to kind of just kind of quickly go over what uh, Bob Chapek announced. So there was like a big media event, like I said, and they held like a special presentation, just kind of announcing some things. So uh, the first thing that they announced is that the Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser which is the new Star Wars hotel that is coming to Walt Disney World Resort. Uh, it is actually opening in 2021. So everyone thought this was going to be coming in 2022, but I guess this is uh, it's it's making really good progress and it's coming in, uh, in 2021, which is pretty awesome. Um, now I talked about this uh, when they during D23 when they announced a lot of the information for it. But if you're not familiar with this, how this Star Wars hotel is going to work, that it, this is a two-night cruise-style itinerary where you're just pretty much surrounded uh, by Star Wars 24/7. Uh, so they released a a concept art uh, some concept artwork for the arrival zone. Um, now it's it's called the I think it's just called the uh, Star Cruiser Terminal. Um, now pretty much is that you just show up in like your your personal vehicle or Disney transportation, uh, and you just kind of you check in that way, uh, and then from there you will be you will enter an exclusive uh, ex exclusive launch pod for the travel all the way up to the Halcyon, uh, which is your Star Cruiser in space. So again, there's going to be lots of viewports in your room, so you'll look like you're in space and throughout the hotel as well. Uh, and yeah, it's going to make it look like you're actually traveling through space, uh, which is just awesome. Uh, and then again, in your itinerary, you're, you're going to be able to go to Black Spire Outpost, which is on Batuu, uh, of course, also known as uh, Galaxy's Edge. And then they released another piece of concept art, uh, which looks like um, uh, another transport to get you to and from the the cruiser to Galaxy's Edge. So it's it looks awesome inside. It's, it I mean it looks like a bus. I mean it's most likely just going to be an actual bus to bring you there. Um, but they yeah they really decked it out on the inside to make it look like a. a, a transport from the star wars universe so uh so yeah that was that was the big news just the two concept art pieces that they they have here uh and as well yeah opening up in 2020 which is pretty great i i'm so curious of what the price point for this is going to be i feel like i'm guessing this is the cruise maybe for a family of four it'll be like 2500 dollars or something like that i feel like this is going to be a pretty expensive uh 
yeah, pretty expensive hotel to stay at. So anyway, so yeah, that is uh, that was the first thing announced coming. The Star Wars, what is it called? The Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser coming in 2021. Then the next quick piece of info, which is probably the second biggest piece of the news, is Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway got an opening date over at Disney's Hollywood Studios. Um, this again will be the first ride-through attraction featuring Mickey and Mickey and Minnie Mouse. Um, now it is opening up march 4th 2020 so just before the spring break crowds and um i always say that march 4th is the or that first week of march is like a fantastic time to go i went a few years there and that first week of march is great but i think it's gonna be a little bit busier this year for the opening of the ride and i'm pretty sure that the flower and garden festival uh opens up the same day i'm gonna just google that real quick uh, let's see if I can come up with the date so far. Oh yeah, yeah, it's opening up March fourth. So, same day you get the flower and garden food, uh, flower and garden festival, as well as Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. So that's opening up March fourth, and then uh, to go along with that, Disney also announced that the Mickey's Shorts Theater will be debuting March of 2020. So I assume that's going to come maybe a little bit later since they didn't give a specific date. But this is yeah, pretty pretty much a way uh, for you to watch um, the the Mickey's new cartoon shorts. Uh, it'll be a theater. I think this is where the Path of the Jedi, the Star Wars Path of the Jedi show used to be. That theater. Um, so I was going over there, they they released a cool piece of concept art. The chairs looked like Mickey Mouse. And uh, so, yeah, that Mickey Shorts Theater will be coming uh, March of 2020 as well. It'll probably be coming a little bit later on. Uh, so that's that for for that. And then, all right, we're going to move on over to Epcot for a little bit. Um, they also gave us a first look at Remy's Ratatouille Adventure, which is still opening uh, in 2020. They gave us uh, the first... Uh, image of Imagineers working on the new attraction. You see the trackless ride vehicle, um, similar to the one in Disneyland pa Paris, right? Disneyland Paris. Um, yeah, pretty sure they already have the Remy's at Disneyland Paris. I forget which park it is. Um, but yeah, the, the, the vehicle looks like it fits like six people in it. Uh, and it looks like a little mouse and you're, sh you are shrunk down to the size of a, of a, a mouse. Uh, and you're kind of working your way around, uh, just like a kitchen and stuff. It looks really awesome. Um, so that was the, not really any news there, but they'd released a, a new image from the inside of the attraction, which I, that was our first look into that. Um, so yeah, pretty, pretty neat. You see these, you see, it actually looks pretty awesome how you're just sh shrunken down to uh, the size of a mouse. So, yeah, these engineers just look so tiny. It looks like a, like a Honey, I Shrunk the Kids studio set that used to be at the Backlot Studios um, over in, yeah, Hollywood Studios, like back in the 90s. Um, oh, yeah, speaking of Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, apparently they're, they're going to be making a new movie coming to Disney+. Plus. Uh, it looks like it's going to have Josh Gad in it. So, and I think it's going to be directed by Joe Johnson, who was the original director of Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. So fun fact there, but yeah, that was just announced this past week. Anyway, sorry, sidetracked over there, but yeah. So yeah, Remy's Ratatouille Adventure coming to Epcot summer 2020. So I wonder when they'll have that done. I mean, that expansion over at Epcot for France is huge. I mean, you see it on the Skyliner that like, that thing is big. That is, that is 
that is coming along. So excited to see what that looks like over there. Um, now, Disney also announced uh, that the we talked about in the past that over at Epcot, three new films are coming. Uh, Disney announced that on January 17th, 2020, Awesome Planet over in the Land Pavilion will be opening Beauty and the Beast sing-along over in France will be debuting as well as Canada far and wide in Circle Vision 360 of course over in the Canada Pavilion will be premiering so awesome planets over in the land pavilion is showcasing uh just uh some great imagery uh, imagery and just showcasing the earth's beauty and diversity there will be some in theater effects and of course uh, a musical score done by the academy award-winning composer stephen price stephen price is a great composer um he he won for his uh, his Oscar. He got his Oscar for the movie Gravity. Uh, Gravity. I actually because I'm a, you guys know me. I'm a big film nerd. I listen to movie scores all the time. Uh, I, I made a top twenty list of the best movie scores in the past decade, and Gravity was on that list. So Stephen Price is a fantastic composer. So I'm really excited to check out Awesome Planet, which is a ten minute film. Uh, so I'm pumped for that the next time I visit Epcot. Uh, and then, again, the next thing is the Beauty and the Beast sing-along, which is coming over in France. Now, don't worry, uh, Oppressions to France is not being removed. Uh, it will be playing, it will be in rotation with Impressions to France. So, uh, and, and that is also actually receiving a an upgrade to 4K projection. So, it will be a new, uh, new theater, or new projection there for that. Um, but, of course, yeah, with the Beauty and the Beast sing-along, uh, you'll be able to come in and, and just kind of, yeah, have a narration featuring uh, from Miss, Mrs. Potts, uh, and then you'll be able to sing along to your favorite Beauty and the Beast tunes. Um, and then, let's see, over at the Canada, -wide, Canada Far and Wide Circle Vision, um, there will be, this is an update to the previous film, O Canada, with some new scenes and a new score uh, by Canadian composer Andrew Lockington. I actually have not heard him before. I have to look into him a bit more. But there will be some new um, new narration by Academy Award winning actor or award winning actor uh, Catherine O'Hara and Eugene Levy. So yeah, so those three films are opening up uh, January seventeenth of twenty twenty. So coming very soon. Uh, and then the last thing, Disney just gave some quick uh, concept art updates to uh, a couple of the new restaurants that are coming. So the first one is over at the American Adventure in Epcot that will have um, a new, uh, it's going to be the new barbecue area or new barbecue restaurant called Regal Eagle Smokehouse Craft Drafts and Barbecue, which will be featuring uh, American backyard barbecue with flavors from different regions around the United States. So they, it looks pretty cool. There's going to be like an outdoor bar and seating area. It This is supposed to be like a kind of fast, casual restaurant. So Disney didn't say if it was good quick service or table service, but it says fast casual. That's what they said in their Disney blog. So if it's going to be fast, I assume it's going to be quick service. So I'm going to assume it's that, but I'll until we get more information, I'm not really sure. So... Because the next thing they did, they talked about Space 2020, which is the new restaurant coming to Epcot. Uh, and they say that this is the new table service restaurant. So that's why I'm a little confused. Why did they just say quick service for Regal Eagle? But 
yeah, we'll see on that. But anyways, for Space 2020, I am so pumped for this restaurant. This seems so cool. Um, now, I suppose they, they were saying... Uh, they were saying winter uh, or late 2019 for this ride or for this uh, restaurant. Now they're saying this winter and they don't give a date. So winter could mean like the end of December or uh, January. So they didn't give a date. So I'm curious of when they're going to open this up. Uh, but Space 2020 is that new restaurant that is coming next to Mission Space where it's going to be like you're located up above uh, 220 miles above the Earth's surface uh, and in space. So they release a new piece of concept art. Uh, where it's you're going to be taking a special space elevator that was going to take you all the way up above Earth's surface and feature incredible views. So uh, the the concept art uh, it is a circular type elevator uh, where you will stand around uh, like a hole in the center of the elevator uh, where you can actually look down at your at the Earth as you come all the way up. So. In the concept art, we see that there's like a big tower leading up to that's connected to the elevator, uh, and you'll see you see Florida right way below you. So this is going to be a pretty cool. I wonder how they're going to uh, kind of do this sensation of you traveling um, up this elevator 220 miles above the Earth's surface. So I'm really excited for that. So that seems really cool. And of course, when you eat at the restaurant, there's going to be a, hot, a Florida ceiling. Uh, windows of people or Florida ceiling windows of you being able to view space, the earth, the moon and, and all that. So, um, so yeah, that was, uh, that was the, the quick update there, of course. So yeah, this is coming this winter. Uh, we don't know exactly when, so updates, uh, for sure on that and sometime in the future. Um, all right. So the last thing they, uh, they, they, they released some new concept art for, for uh, the, where's the name of it? The the new, why, oh, where is it? Woody's Roundup? Why do I not have a name here? Uh, well, anyways, it's the new Woody's Roundup barbecue restaurant that is coming to, I guess, yeah, I don't have it in my notes here. Sorry about that. But it's a new, um, new uh, uh, table service restaurant that is coming to Annie's Backyard over at Toy Story Land and Disney's Hollywood Studios. Um, so, on the inside, it's going to look like Woody's Roundup, a lot of fun. It's a, a family-friendly dining experience over there. And they, they released a concept art to the, the outdoor area of what this looks like. And um, it's, a, it's a little underwhelming, nothing, nothing crazy going on on the outside. Um, I remember the concept art when this was, when the land was originally announced, that there was going to be like a Western saloon-type outdoor area. Um, but now I guess they really changed it up to match it to the rest of the land a little, a little bit more. So, uh, but yeah, the the outside it says oh round oh roundup rodeo. That's the sign on the outside. So I think that's the official name of this. Um, but yeah, it has some just like toys on the outside. I forget what those toys are called. They're not connects. Um, building blocks i can't remember the name of it um but yeah nothing special about this they just released some concept art for that and they said that is coming in 2020 now so it's being built um as we speak so yeah uh not yeah not a lot going on there a little underwhelming with the um with the concept art for woody's rodeo around or roundup rodeo um so yeah so that's uh yeah that's it that's all the the big stuff that is coming 
uh, that was announced this past week. So a lot of a lot of good stuff. I think after reading all of that, I'm honestly excited the most to like check out Awesome Planet. Like I'm pretty pretty excited to see what that's all about over there. But well, of course, Rise of the Resistance. That's a little bit different. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, that is gonna do it for this episode today. So uh, just just reminding you that hey, if you're gonna go on Rise of the Resistance get there early you're gonna have to get there super early to make sure you can get into a, onto a boarding group uh which yeah it's not a lot of fun to do that but at least you're not waiting uh, a long time on a queue so that's that's good for that um but all right so yeah i'm gonna get out of here for today but yeah that's gonna wrap it up for this episode uh, and if you're not subscribing to us on the podcast already, please do so. You could do that on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, uh, pretty much however you listen to podcasts. Uh, and if you can, please leave a review. It'll really help out the show. And make sure you're checking us out at excesspresspodcast.com where you can find all the latest episodes over there. Uh, you can also follow me on Excess Press Podcast on Instagram and Facebook. And like I said, I'm not... I'm not as active as like I used to be uh, over there. I've been uh, just taking like a little bit of a step back from social media. Um, I think it also has to do with me just having like every time I go to Disney, uh, I love it. It's great. But when I come back, like for the next few months, I'm just like, I'm like Disneyed out a little bit. I just need like a break from it. So I think that's also has a, a little bit something to do with it as well. But I know I'll probably in a short time, I'll. I'll have to come back. I mean, I really, really want to go on Rise of the Resistance. Uh, so hopefully, I don't know if I'll get there in the future, but I need to get there as soon as I can to go on that ride. But uh, but yeah, so you can follow me at Excess Press Podcast on Instagram and Facebook. Uh, and if you have any questions, concerns, comments, please shoot me an email over at matt at excesspresspodcast.com. You can do that. Uh, but that's it for this week. Thanks for tuning in and for your support of the show. This is Matt from the Excess Press Podcast signing off. Until next time, travelers. We hope to see you next week. And remember to seize the future with excess. Bon voyage.